world of e-commerce can be tricky, and that's why you need the experts to help take you to the next level. This is Delivering E-Commerce, and this is Chris Parsons. Hey everyone, I'm Chris Parsons, your host of Delivering E-Commerce. Today I'm so happy to have a couple of gentlemen from ClickShip, and ClickShip is a fantastic partner of mine. They're actually now my official sponsor for uh, the month of September, which I'm really grateful for. Thank you, guys. Um, I want to quickly introduce Jay Pizzo and Irfan Kamali. Jay, I would love to start with you and have you talk about your journey. Um, that's how I start off every episode, and then Irfan will get to you as well to hear your journey. And then we'll get into the conversation of ClickShip and how ClickShip is um, just so important for, for merchants, for retailers, um, across the North America and specifically in the Canadian market that you guys are, are trying to be or already a big player, but uh, have a, a lot more to offer. Awesome. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for having us on, Chris. It's, uh, it's nice to kind of speak to like-minded people in the industry. So appreciate you inviting us on. Um, about myself, uh, where do I start? I guess, um, you know, I, I got a bit of a unique background. I'm a, actually an ex-professional poker player who didn't have anything to do with shipping, knew nothing about logistics or e-commerce, uh, but uh, always kind of had an entrepreneurial mindset. So um, long story short, I was able to connect with uh, Irfan, his brother Tarab, and the Kamali family, and they created Flightcom. So Flightcom has been around for almost 10 years. Um, I was fortunate enough to kind of come in right in the middle there, uh, where they were really kind of skyrocketing at that point. And, you know, they are, you know, really innovative thinkers. They've built a platform on the freight on freightcom.com, which allows small businesses to get access to discounted shipping rates. Um, you know, move us to today. They've built tools. We've built tools for e-commerce like ClickShip, which we'll, I'm sure, talk about throughout this, uh, this podcast here. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a director here. I run the sales department. Uh, we've got, you know, an army of account managers that work with small to medium sized businesses across the country on a daily basis. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about our features and what we offer. Um, but ultimately we really, really connect with the, the economy in that sense. We work with small businesses to get off the ground, uh, you know, improve their shipping efficiencies, lower their shipping costs. And, um, yeah, I'm just, you know, very fortunate to be kind of part of this journey, uh, with Freycom and ClickShip. That's great. So, Irvam, can I have you tell your story as well for the audience? Because it's important that <clears throat> what, I, what I always like with the stories is people, especially uh, in you know, my career, I've had so many ups and downs, peaks and valleys. It's, it's great for people to understand because they're all learning experience or all key takeaways that you get from, from the journey to, to get to where you are today. Yeah, so basically uh, my story is not as interesting as Jay's. I'm not a poker player, ex-poker player. <laughs> I have played poker a few times. I don't do too well, though. Um, but no, um, I joined my brother, my father, uh, another family friend, Jabir, in I think it was 2013. And at that point, we had Freightcom. We had about a four-person team. Um, Jay joined soon after that. And we kind of, you know, created this family environment, uh, which is very evident nowadays. And, you know, we've been growing and growing and growing. But Freightcom essentially is more B2B. Uh, LTL, trucking, truckload, that's kind of the vibe. Um, but to relate to this podcast, a few years after that, we started an app called ClickShip. And uh, ClickShip is uh, 
basically an app that small to medium e-commerce merchants can use to ship, book their shipments and basically manage their orders all in one place. And so we've been we started that about three years ago and it's grown drastically. And uh, that's that's currently the focus. And uh, that's why I DM'd Chris so many times and he finally replied to me. So <laughs> I'm glad. And uh, but yeah, now we have Freightcom, we have ClickShip and, you know, we're just trying to grow within, you know, the small business community in Canada as much as we can. That's our focus, you know, support the carriers as much as we can. And uh, I, yeah, I think the most important thing is like what I enjoy is like just seeing the growth process of all these businesses, you know, like mm-hmm. these uh, small e-commerce merchants come to us, you know, when they're a baby, essentially. And, uh, you know, we get to see them grow and, you know, kind of join them through that process. So it's very fulfilling. But yeah, that's that's basically, you know, a little bit about my story. That's great. And it sounds like the culture in your organization, like you said, is family oriented. It's uh, makes it easy to come into work when you you treat everybody like that, that there's all stake in that that growth for for everyone. That's great. And Jay, to touch on your poker career, was it Texas Hold'em? Yeah, that was uh, that was my primary game, but I, I kind of played a little bit of everything. So, yeah, I mean, it's probably for another podcast. But, yeah, it was a cool story. I, uh, I was able to travel the world, play poker tournaments, World Poker Tour, World Series of Poker. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of commonalities between, you know, poker and business and running yeah. small businesses. So I was able to, you know, basically, you know, translate some of those skills over to what I do today. And having uh, having a sports background as well, you know, culture is so so important for team building and so on and so you know with her fawn and, and family and our team here um you know you're right it's it's it, it's it's awesome to be in a position where you come into work every day and you know you're not even having to motivate people they're motivating you you know you're seeing what's happening around you um, and even during these you know these wacky times we're going through um when everyone has the same vision and the same mindset um, you know, that's extremely fulfilling, right? So we're, we're on a day-to-day basis. We're coming in and it almost feels like you're going into war. And the reason I say that is because you're, you're, you're speaking to small businesses that, you know, need assistance. And, you know, every day, again, during these times, unfortunately, you hear some of these sad stories that are happening uh, with us opening and closing and businesses are, are, are stuck in a hard place. And with supplies, you know, being stuck at docks or wherever it may be, um, you know, these are challenges businesses have never been through. So um, with us, not only are we trying to help every day, all day, every day with our team and, and, you know, building new tools, we're also trying to keep up with what's going on, right? Because um, these are unprecedented times for us as well. So when we, you know, when when there's supply shortages, um, because there's, there's, you know, I was just reading the other day, there's 30 ships just stuck. Yeah. They can't get to the dock. You know, we're now speaking with our partners, the carriers on, you know, what we can do for these small businesses to, you know, get the goods to them quicker. And when they do get that supply, um, you know, what's the most efficient way to get that backlog, you know, to their customers. So, so yeah, I kind of, you know, tying that, tying that back to the, to poker there, um, you know, it's, it's just a people business. And for us, it's all about relationships. It's all about, you know, the customer experience, but it's us talking to the customers. We really, that's, I think, and I, and I think, you know, Afon alluded to that, but I think that's a big part of, of our culture is, you know, we are not hey jump on email or live chat and we will get to you when we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime we have a customer, no matter how big or small that has an issue with shipping or with anything that we can provide, we're on the phone. 
right? We're on, we're listening, we're understanding. And, you know, again, we're, we're doing everything we can to kind of assist in those matters. And as we grow as a company, um, you know, we're able to provide more offerings, which is which is really rewarding as, you know, our business grows, our, our, our shipping rates will become more uncompetitive. We're building these, you know, these awesome tools like ClickShip where, you know, businesses can, you know, feel comfortable. You know, we have, they have got a bit of a shipping arm with us where, you know, before, you know, traditionally when you were shipping, you know, you, you were, to be honest, you were kind of lost in a lot of ways. You know, you, you, would, you would start a business up, you would focus on your, your sales, your marketing, your web design, whatever it may be. And then when it came to shipping, you're like, okay, well, it seems like a relatively easy concept. Ship mm-hmm. from point A to point B, stick it in a box, maybe bring it to a, your local post office and you're on your way. Um, but nowadays, as businesses, you know, some of them are blowing up quickly, you get 100 orders and you need to know what to do. So, you know, whether it's a company like ours or, or any company out there that's offering, you know, these shipping consulting solutions, um, it's, it's a good time because there's a lot of options and you're able to get these, in a sense, free resources and free help um, just by asking. So um, anyway, again, sorry, I, kinda, I don't know where, where I... <laughs> no, no, it's great. I think that's a great, co- it's a great conversation and dialogue. And a couple of key takeaways I want to touch on is, first of all, you know, a lot of people think of when people say they play cards or poker, um, that it's just like this gambling, but it's not. You're you're learning body language, you're learning tells, you're learn you're reading people. And you touched on a comment of listening and understanding. I can't tell you how many <clears throat> uh, suppliers that speak to me that want to offer me a solution, yet they haven't even listened or understood what my challenges or opportunities are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a critical mistake from sales folks. So one of the things that I appreciate about you guys is you really want to dive into the the potential partners business, understand where their opportunities are before you offer up any type of solution, which is exactly what a retailer needs. You, you can't be having meetings where they dive into a phone call and say, okay, we're going to fix X, Y, and Z for you. And you're like, great, I don't have that problem, but thanks for that pitch because you just wasted 30 minutes of my time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good on you guys. No, Let's um, sorry, yeah. I would like to add one thing to that. Sure you can. Um, yeah, so basically uh, before Jay actually joined us, um, I was actually selling for about three, four years. And, uh, you know, I used to have my script, you know, I used to have my lines and, you know, I'm just calling. I'm like, Hey, do you need shipping? Hey, do you need shipping? You know what I mean? It was just yeah. like, so I guess telemarketing anyways. Um, when Jay joined us, you know, going back to your point, um, he kind of taught us that we should probably listen to the customer and kind of understand what's going on and just kind of make that relationship before we sell anything. So in a lot of situations, I'll be speak to, speaking to a customer and uh, I'll be helping them out with their title, their packaging, what air packs they should use. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what marketing they should pay for, you know, who they should target, like everything but shipping. Um, but that, that's kind of what Jay taught us to like kind of make that relationship. And then like once that's all done, then OK, then we'll speak about the shipping rates. And I've noticed like you know, maybe we don't close exactly as quickly, but the customers tend to stay a lot longer. Right. You know, yeah. like even yeah. if a competitor approaches them and they're like, look, we have so-and-so race. It doesn't happen because it doesn't usually occur. But if it does happen, like they would still stick with us because of the service and the relationship. They'd call us up and be like, hey, Jay, here, Airfond, like, you know, we have this relationship with you. We got this so-and-so info. Can you match, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway. Yeah. Years, like- years ago, I, I was taught a sales track and it was basically teaching me that customers want to be treated like a guest. And what I mean by that mm-hmm. is <clears throat> you want to greet them, 
you want to understand them, you want to educate them, then you go in to secure that sale after you've done those things. And then you make sure that you thank them. And if you do those things, treating someone like a guest and using guest as that, that cadence of a conversation, your closing rate and your longevity with that customer goes way up versus, you know, someone walks into the store and you're like, Oh, can I help you today? <laughs> right? Like, no, you can't. Um, and, or, you know, the best one is I see you have a flyer in your hand. How can I help you? Well, you can't help me. Like give, just give me the space and then come over with a, a nice approach to just help let me know who you are, your name. <clears throat> and then, then when they have questions, they'll, they'll engage. But yeah, I think, you know what, your, your pitch reminds me of a story. I was <clears throat> 17 or so trying to get one of my first jobs um, downtown Toronto. And I, I went for a, a job selling, I don't know, it could have been anything, but ultimately I practiced with the, uh, the supervisor for about two hours, uh, an elevator pitch. And I called a customer after we were smooth on the elevator pitch, they hung up. I called another customer. They hung up. I called another customer. They hung up. Now it's noon hour. I'm completely deflated. I head over to McDonald's for some lunch. I decided not to go back. I never went back. That was wow. my last. I just was like, I was done. You just it, left. It was yeah. I just left. It was. <laughs> I was 17. I was like, this is not natural. This is there's no way to me. Like I totally disagreed with it. I was 17, and yeah. I didn't I didn't agree with the approach. And I was like, I'm I'm done. So then I ended up working a future shop a few weeks later, and that's where they taught me guest. Um, and it's just stuck with me for way too long now. But uh, let's get back into uh, to click ship. What are some of the important key uh, points for a retailer that they should know when they're when they're starting to ship? Okay, so I uh, I wanted to keep this a little informative. Um, yeah, you know, rather than you know just selling click ship. So, anyways, um, a few things I wanted to speak about. Um, that I've seen become big problems for new merchants. Um, firstly, is packaging. So I've seen uh, with a, a lot of new stores, like the focus, which, which it should be is to save money at the end of the day, right? But the cut, the costs get cut in the wrong places. So for example, like uh, packaging materials, like something like, you know, packaging your items the right way with bubble wrap, air pockets, you know, um, confetti, whatever it needs to be in your box um, gets cut off to save costs. And what happens is I've seen situations where due to packaging, we'd have the same um, product where one person would have uh, damages as high as 30% of the time. And another customer could have damages as low as two to 3% of the time. So even though you're cutting costs, you know, at the beginning, you're just hurting yourself in the end, you're going to end up spending more money and you're going to lose that potential customer in the long run. So there, there's some places you can cut costs. I would say packaging is one of those places. Um, and then just to build on that, you know, just just check what, you know, maybe your competitors or other people in the industry, how they're packing their items, because there's so many different solutions and so many different, you know, things you can add into the box for security. So just, you know, see what you need to do and, and don't cheap out on that part. Yeah. And when, when it comes to the packaging materials, you guys notice a trend of um retailers becoming super conscious about eco-friendly products going in there versus the plastic bubble wrap correct yes yes i i do hey do you see that yeah we're seeing it it's very common now and you know it's obviously fantastic to see it's very green um where we need where we kind of step in and try to educate on is you know there's that there's that balance of being eco-friendly and try to use recyclable goods for example or recyclable boxes and making sure that when you do get that box that you're reusing, um, you're shipping it out properly. 
you know, right. our, our five minutes is some good points there, but you know, we've, we, we, unfortunately being in our business, we see what happens after the fact. So yeah. after that product has been shipped um, and customers may get hit with an additional charge because they forgot to take off old labels or, you know, I might say fragile on that box um, that you're recycling and yours isn't. And then you get hit with an additional charge afterwards. So, um, you know, what we try to do is we, you know, we speak to our customers beforehand and if they let us know they're looking, they're looking to be eco-friendly or looking to recycle boxes, uh, we just kind of let them know what risk can come with that. And we give, you know, our recommendations. But that's, yeah, some of the downsides I've seen is that they'll use, you know, maybe a, a, a box has been used four or five, six times and it's unable to actually carry the commodity that's in there. So it gets damaged and they're wondering right. what went wrong when, you know, it's just been used too many times and then, you know, insurance for example can be disqualified if the box has been used too many times so there's there, there's there's some good sides to it for sure um but there's some you know there's some areas that you need to just be cautious of before you you get too too eco-friendly when it comes to reusing boxes that's great i want to jump into a little bit about clickship so from from clickship can you guys <clears throat> define that for the audience and then also talk about what separates you guys from from any of the other players that are out there you want to go first or should I? Um, maybe let them know what ClickShip is and then I can jump to the second part. Okay, so essentially what ClickShip is, <clears throat> is it's an application that makes the shipping process a lot easier. So I'll, I'll go into it from the customer side of things and also the acquisitions. So essentially, um, as the merchant, what ClickShip does for you, um, number one, the obvious one is it saves you 20 to 40% on shipping. So the difference between our app and other applications off the bat, there's hundreds of them. You probably see them. Um, we have our own shipping rates. Um, we have shipping rates that we've negotiated these rates all the way from Freightcom. So we have a lot of history in this industry. Um, so these Freightcom rates, you know, we brought on to ClickShip. So these are, you know, volume based rates that we've been working on for over, you know, 20 years now. Um, so we have very competitive shipping rates. And then there's the technology side of things. I think, you know, what ClickShip, tries to focus on more than anything is innovation. So every day we're looking at like what feature we need, uh, you know, what feature is going to be necessary moving forward. Where's e-commerce going to be in five years? So we have a lot of situations, especially since ClickShip grew, where, you know, customers are calling us in and they're like, you know, we need this, we need that. For example, bulk shipping, right? Uh, when we started off ClickShip, nobody was doing more than four or five packages a day. Now there's customers doing 100, 200, 300 packages a day. So they need to be able to book those shipments all at one go, right? So that's something we implemented in the last year. So there's a lot that goes into ClickShip, but I would say the biggest selling point um, is the rates, being able to have all your marketplaces in one place and book your orders from one app. So do your self-fulfillment essentially, right? You can basically you know, take care of all your orders all in one situation. And then the other side of things, which I don't think people uh, focus on as much, is being able to offer that 5 to $10 flat rate. So basically, you know, in our current situation, for example, people are used to using Amazon now. That's usually the go-to. And uh, people are used to paying 5 to $10 flat fee rates. In Canada, that's a little harder to do. But uh, if, a, if a merchant, you know, sending something to Edmonton, it's costing them $17, but with us, it's costing $13. All of a sudden, you know, having a $10 flat fee, that's, that becomes a little bit more possible, right? So basically keeping up with the competition and their shipping options. And, uh, you know, we give them the ability to do that, which ends up lowering the abandoned shopping carts, which at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. 
right? So that that's basically my idea on what makes you know ClickShift feasible. But yeah, Jay, take it away. Yeah, no, well, well said, and you know a lot of uh, you know it, it, it's a great. Uh, it's a great overview of what ClickShip is. And, you know, touching on some of those points is we tried, you know, right from the inception of ClickShip is to make it extremely user-friendly, right? You know, shipping already is a daunting task in its own. You know, it's very intimidating. If you're a small business and you're starting off and you get to that point, it can be so overwhelming just to learn how to ship and all these things we've mentioned, you know, packaging and so on. So what we tried to do is, you know, build ClickShip in a way where, uh, you don't need to be, you know, super tech savvy. You don't need to understand how to program or develop. If you have an e-commerce store, um, whether you're selling on any of the major marketplaces, um, you can install ClickShip, seamlessly integrate the store. It'll start to pull in all your orders. Uh, we centralize everything for you. And like Rafan mentioned, which kind of separates us from some of the other softwares out there, is that it comes with all of the shipping rates already ready to go for you. And not just one or two. You know, we work with the major carriers across Canada, the UPSs, the FedEx, the DHLs, et cetera. They're all on the platform ready to go for you with competitive shipping rates. So that's what's really unique compared to some of the other softwares out there. The other softwares, which are great, they're robust, they're they're have awesome automation and efficiency for shipping, but you need to plug in your own shipping rates. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, that's a whole other world. You need to go to a carrier directly. You need to negotiate shipping rates. Um, you need to get that contract, that account number, plug it in and start using that one carrier. Uh, with ours, you have a suite of carriers to use. And as we scale the product, we then allow customers to also incorporate their own shipping rates into the platform. So if you're a medium-sized business or even a large-sized business, you can now load your own rates into ClickShip and, you know, it's a SaaS model. So you're able to, you know, pay a subscription and fulfill orders using your rates. And you can use our rates to complement, um, you know, maybe any areas or gaps or anywhere you need assistance with. And I think that's been a big success of ClickShip. You know, again, people are able to focus. You might have focused on domestic Canada. You've got good shipping rates and then you want to expand. You want to start shipping internationally or in the U.S., and that's a whole other ballgame when it comes to shipping rates. So, you know, you can utilize our UPS rates, for example, to start shipping into the U.S. And we help with the customs invoice and we help with all that. So, um, but yeah, kind of tying it back, we just try to keep it very simple. You know, whether, you know, one of our parents wanted to open an e-commerce store and start selling uh, anything, T-shirts, for example, they'd be able to go on there, walk through it. And in the event they did get stuck with we built a team here to call you, walk you through every single step of the way, make sure you understand, you know, how to fulfill an order, how to schedule a pickup, how to track that shipment once it's already been shipped, how to send that tracking information to your customer. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the innovation is key for us. We're constantly scaling ClickShip. We can maybe talk about this next, but we're putting the trucking into ClickShip as well, um, which is which is a, which is a massive game changer. But um, yeah, it, it's kind of taken on a world of its own with e-commerce, obviously naturally just booming mm -hmm. uh, in our economy, you know, building tools like ClickShip and giving small businesses access to discounted shipping rates and the tools to ship, you know, within an hour. Uh, we've seen a lot of success from it. If you're selling online, you need to ship products to your customers fast, reliable, and at the lowest cost to provide the best experience. ClickShip is used by e-commerce business owners across Canada to access the best shipping rates from trusted carriers, allowing you to lower your abandoned cart rates by offering real-time rates at checkout or offering a lower flat fee. 
It integrates with major e-commerce marketplaces and storefronts so users can sync orders, select rates, print labels, and schedule pickups from anywhere. If you'd like to learn more, there's a link in the description where you can go and sign up. Save more time and money with ClickShip. It's easy as click, ship, save. Um, I just wanted to touch on some of the comments about the rates because from a retailer's perspective, especially as a as an entrepreneur starting out and you're trying to focus on buying your <clears throat> your products and you're focused on the margins and the P&L of, of your business, you, you kind of want the shipping to be turnkey and you, you really don't have time to negotiate rates and forecast what you're going to be like in five years. And, and before you can start getting those big discounts from, from couriers, that's what you really have to do is put in the work and show them that your this volume is going to hit X so that they can start discounting those rates. But that's that's all too much work. You've taken that out of the hands of any of your retailer partners. They can do those things, continually try to get better rates. But off the hop, when they start with you, they're already taking pre-negotiated rates based on your total volume, which is significant savings for any of your partners getting into this. Like if you don't, if you're only doing five to hundred orders a day, um, the couriers are really not going to pay attention to negotiating because it's just the volume's not there but you're allowing people to come in right away, take advantage of these discounted rates. As they get up to the volume, they can go and see if they can get better rates. But ultimately, since you're combining uh, shipping volume from a number of different businesses and, and partners, your rates should, in theory, uh, be probably the strongest in the market um, instead of retailers focusing on negotiating their own rates. Did you have any follow-up comments to that or did I nail that? <laughs> well, that's very well done. You're going to come, come work for free. <laughs> We're going in the peak season now. So, you know, yeah. every single year, the records are being broken of how many packages are being shipped. So it's so important. You know, this is something we stress on, whether it's our current customers or, or any new business that we speak to, to diversify your freight and make sure you have multiple options to our fonds point, making sure that you've got multiple carriers to use, whether you're utilizing their specific strengths or just when it comes to capacity, right? During peak season, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but carriers hit capacity. They get to a point where there's just so many packages going through the system that, um, you know, again, things will slow down. The transit days will slow down. Pickups will slow down. So, you know, when we have customers that, kind of put all their eggs in one basket with one carrier what and they could be completely comfortable with that carrier and that's great make sure you've got some backup options ready to go in the event that carrier maybe hits capacity um, you know we see peak uh, season surcharges so sometimes the rates can change during peak season so uh, being prepared for that and usually we're working with businesses who it might be their first or second peak season they don't really know what to expect and this is where we try to educate saying you know we know it's a good problem to have when you got too many sales and you got so many patches yeah. to ship, but this is what you need. This is what you need to have in place and be ready to go um, in the event some of these situations happen. So, um, yeah, that's that's something to yeah. think about. It's just timely with what that's going into peak season. Yeah, the diversification with your couriers is is critical. I mean, obviously, there's labor shortages, there's labor disputes that can come into play, and and then you're stuck because you haven't yeah. partnered with with another courier as well. So great points. Let's talk a little bit, Jay, you mentioned um, trucking and how it plays a role in e-commerce today. Uh, do you want to expand yeah. on that? Yeah. I mean, I guess it kind of goes back to what Irfan said at the very beginning where we started off as a, you know, freight com. We were like a, a trucking reseller. So, you know, our, our strength, our bread and butter is reselling LTL, 
which is less than truckload. And that's typically shipping pallets, you know, anywhere within North America here, one to six pallets you can do on our system. So when it comes to innovation in this space, what we've tried to do and what we've seen, and it's been really cool to see, is bringing in the LTL component, so the shipping pallet component, mm. into e-commerce, which hasn't really been done before. You know, it reminds me of if you think about the furniture industry, for example, you know, growing up, if your parents or whatever ordered furniture from Sears or whoever it may be, they'd have to go there, they'd have to get a delivery truck, it'd be a little bit more of a white glove experience, they need to pick a day. And, you know, only big corporations were typically able to afford because it's very expensive to offer that white glove experience. And you would have to be within a certain radius, you know, within that store. So what we've done is we've brought, you know, our LTL component into ClickShip and introduced it to e-commerce. And what that's allowed businesses in the furniture industry or the fitness industry or anyone shipping heavier goods, appliance industry, they're now able to ship these larger goods directly B2C. So directly to their customer, um, typically curbside or to the front door at a cost efficient price. And again, traditionally, that's very, very expensive to do. So they can utilize uh, our competitive rates, but they can also utilize our coverage. So we've got, you know, furniture businesses utilizing ClickShip and FreightCom who might be located in the GTA, and they're now able to send 10-foot, 15-foot tables to the East Coast, PEI. They're able to send it north, and they're able to open up their business to a market they never thought they would be able to before. So that's been really cool to see. And I think that's it. And we've just really, to be honest, we've just scratched the surface of what we're doing in that area. Mm. We're building the team we have here, just, just some brilliant minds on ClickShip who are, are, are really bringing, really focusing on allowing these businesses to, again, get their goods, these larger goods to their customers, but be able to create shipping rules around that and create prices within certain uh, regions and and so on and building this at checkout as well which is kind of a whole other topic but they've built some some wild algorithms that allow our customers clickship customers to input the dimensions of their products and when their customers go to the checkout page and enter the information the algorithm is able to detect exactly what they've purchased so it might be a table and a lamp or whatever it may be and display an accurate rate, a discounted rate in real time to the end user. And, you know, at first we started just with courier, but now we're introducing the pallet option there. So people can, again, enter in something that's really large and, and be able to get it delivered to their house for half or even a quarter of the price than traditionally. So um, that stuff we're working on. And, you know, that's always kind of fresh in my mind because we're constantly trying to innovate that space. But if you are shipping larger goods, um, you know, this is this is an area we're really, really focusing on. And it's really exciting to see as well. No, it's a great point to bring up because ultimately with the cost of gas these days, people are downsizing their vehicles um, consistently. Uh, no yeah. one wants to be spending a buck 40 on a liter of gas for a truck and fill that up. And, yeah. and then uh, and all of a sudden, as you're a truck owner, you become everyone's delivery guy anyways, because they yeah. want you to pick up everything for them. But yeah, um, that's great. Hey, guys. Um, we're 33 minutes into this already. I want to make sure the audience has an opportunity to reach out to you. How do they connect? Jay, want to start with you? Yeah, no. So you can, uh, multiple ways to connect. I mean, you can, you can jump to freightcom.com, which is our main, you know, homepage. We've got clickship.com from there. We've got forms you can fill out and put your information. Um, you can catch myself on LinkedIn. You can jump, you catch me on there, Jay Pizzo. 
myself on Instagram as well. I've got one for Freightcom. So if you are interested in just inquiring about any of our services and you want to learn about it, it's all free to use. No commitments, no contracts, but jump onto the website, uh, enter your information, and a rep will call you within 24 hours. Uh, if you'd like to connect again with myself, feel free to jump me, jump, uh, get me at any of my, my social channels there. Wonderful. Interfem? Yeah, um, Jay is the director of sales, so it would probably be him taking these inquiries. But I mean, if you do like anything about me, my face, what I say, uh, <laughs> you can catch me at uh, freycom.airfon. So that's my handle on Instagram. And yeah, follow me there. Yeah, my audience is big on haircuts and yours is looking pretty tight. So good, good <laughs> I got one just for this podcast. <laughs> I hope you guys are appreciative. <laughs> So uh, let's go into <clears throat> one or two more questions, but uh, I'll make sure I put down your links and your contact information below as well. Uh, <clears throat> so people will have the opportunity to reach out to you. But let's talk about the one piece of advice that you'll be able to give to, to shipper to ensure success. Yes. So I think uh, the most important thing <clears throat> I want to talk about when it comes to advice um, that I've given out previously is look at data. Um, that's the most important thing. Um, like, for example, the Shopify marketplace, it, it provides you with a lot of data as well as a lot of other marketplaces. So I had a I had a situation with a customer where they were getting almost five visits a day on their website, which is for a new shop. That's incredible. And they also had almost half of those people reaching the checkout. But they were wondering why they were only getting, you know, a single amount of orders a day. So when we went into their data, we noticed they had an 80 percent. Uh, abandoned Shopify cart rate. So eight out of 10 people, four out of five people, they're not checking out. And that of course goes back to shipping, right? They see the shipping rates, they leave. So, you know, one thing I realized is people spend so much time on the front end, whether that's, you know, advertising your product, how much you price your product for marketing, which of course is important. That's how you get your customer. But at the end of the day, you, you have to focus on that conversion. So looking into that data, we realized why that was happening. Uh, we went into their competitor sites. Uh, so, for example, th this customer was selling sunglasses and uh, they had real time rates on. So, for example, shipping to Edmonton, you know, overnight, sometimes they're getting rates, you know, above 15 to 17 dollars, which is not appropriate for that type of product. Mm -hmm. Right. So. In, in their situation, since they were shipping sunglasses, they needed to have that flat rate that people are used to for small commodities. Um, so, you know, they were seeing, uh, they were noticing that other stores were having 5 to $10 flat rates. Once they started using ClickShip, they could kind of reach those goals. It was still more expensive, but they could kind of fit in that extra cost somewhere else. Uh, mm -hmm. They changed their flat rate to actually seven fifty, and their conversions went down 40%. So they were having a 40% abandoned shipping cart rate instead right. of 80% rate. So basically looking at the data and just maneuvering and seeing like where you can improve, because there's always ways to improve, especially when you start, right? Uh, and, you know, just doing that almost double their sales within a month. So, yeah, I would say just look at the data and, and reevaluate your business, whether it's shipping related or not, see what you need to do, what you need to change, et cetera. Yeah, it's, it's critical in retail, and I've done five, six retail websites now uh, for e-commerce, and uh, we, we talk about it and with continuous improvement. And the way we get through continuous improvement is looking at the data. We mine the data constantly. We look whether it's buy flow, where they're bouncing, time spent on page, all yeah. of those KPIs to be able to refine our website. And, you know, sometimes you think you add an element to a page that's going to help with 
with time spent and all of a sudden the time on the site goes way up because you made it actually more confusing for a customer to figure out the next step. So watch those metrics consistently and uh, they will help. Let's go into one last question here. Um, I wanted to know like uh, how can retailers avoid um, those shipping delays? So those shipping delays really hurt um, not only from a satisfaction perspective, but they, they de de devalue your brand, right? Like, because you're trying to, you're telling all of these things up front to a customer about how great your brand is, <clears throat> how great your service is, how great the, the product is. And then all of a sudden that product that's supposed to be there in three to five days is showing up in a month. Yeah, no, it's such a, it's such a big topic. And I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up, Chris, because you know, again, this is what we do on a day to day. And there's so many situations we see where we could have likely have been prevented uh, or at least reduced when it comes to shipping. So, um, you know, oftentimes it's 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 it seems relatively simple, but it's just bringing it back to basics. So if you're depending on the size of your business, of course, but if you're a small business and you don't really have a history of shipping, um, know there's options. Again, speak to a company like ours or, or there's multiple companies out there and get the advice on, you know, Back to some of the things we mentioned earlier, how to properly package your goods, how to create that shipping label, right? Mm -hmm. I can't even tell you how many additional charges that we see on a day-to-day -day basis that could have been avoided just based on inputting the information correctly on the shipping label. Um, how many delays could have been avoided by making sure you put a, a buzzer number or an apartment number on the shipping label? So a lot of these situations that we see, none of them are going to be 100% prevent preventable. Um, you know, shipping in general, if you're new to it, um, you know, things go wrong. You know, it's an industry where things are moving quickly. There's a lot of moving parts. Things will get delayed, damaged, et cetera. But it's all about just what you can do numbers wise to reduce those incidents. Um, so, again, bringing it back to basics, focus on your packaging, using, you know, shipping tools to help with the efficiency, build your labels properly, have plans in place for when things do go wrong. Um, you know, insurance is, is is a big topic, but that's something you may want to consider if you're shipping high value goods to make sure that they're insured. So when these situations happen, at least you're covered. Um, but understanding these things and when something does go wrong, if you're, you're shipping right now and you're watching and you've had some of these situations happen, don't just think, OK, you know, bad luck. You know, let's move forward and, and it won't happen again. There's likely something that could have been prevented there. And, and that's what we work with a lot with our team is we dissect every single issue when we're trying to innovate. And that's what we're trying to implement into our systems and, and how we educate our customers. And I would say 80% of the time, again, it's something that we could have looked at before that package even got shipped out. So um, that's that would be my advice. Again, it's it's the fundamentals of shipping, making sure you're well versed there if you don't understand speak to again a company like ours and we can make sure we walk you through the whole process even if you're a seasoned shipper um, it's always good to get kind of a second set of eyes or, or a second opinion on on what you're shipping and how to ship maybe a little bit more efficiently so um, yeah not not crazy advice there but uh, you know keeping it simple I think is, is the most important part that's fantastic and guys I've had a pleasure today thank you so much for for doing this uh, thank you for um, sponsoring uh, delivering e-commerce. I really greatly appreciate that. It will allow us to to get these best practices and tips out to a, a, a broader audience. And I'm really grateful for the partnership. Yeah, no, thanks a lot, Chris. Appreciate you having us on and, and keep doing what you're doing, man. This this podcast is awesome. You know, we're going to push it to our customers, but in general, um, this type of education is, is so important for our industry. So 
thank you for that as well. Yeah, um, I want to thank you as well. Um, I was actually very intimidated. The level of cost, the level of competition, and you know, other people you have on this podcast. Um, it's very flattering to be on here. So I appreciate you for giving us that platform. And uh, you know, I I can't. The reason we're sponsoring this podcast because we know it's going to succeed. It's different. There's dialogue. It's not question answer. It's not robotic. So. I watch every single one. I know other people will too. So I, I can't wait to see where this goes. So thank you, Chris. Thanks, gentlemen. Have a great day and we'll, uh, we'll stay in touch. Take care. Cheers. You've been listening to Delivering E-Commerce. It's our passion to have on leaders and suppliers in e-commerce from around the globe, setting you and your strategy up for the next level. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. Connect with Chris on LinkedIn at Chris Parsons, on LinkedIn and Spotify at Delivering E-Commerce, or on YouTube at Chris Parsons Delivering E-Commerce. Till next time, this is Delivering E-Commerce.